Hello, everyone. My name is Katyra Poland. I am the creator and hostess of Editor Knows Best, the podcast you're tuning into right now for writers and authors. And the show airs every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, You can check it out on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Radio Breaker, um, some other uh, stations as well. But those are the top ones that we are located on. Um, And today we do have a very special guest. She grew up in Dallas, Texas. She has been in the IT industry for 20 years. She is a mother. She has studied behavioral patterns between people and interpersonal relationships. She has included uniquely detailed journeys of common joys and failures. And she wants us to be the best possible versions of ourselves. And she also actually lives in Texas and California. So um, today I would like to welcome Ms. Tawana Marsh. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Awesome. Um, Before we jump in, I'd love to know a little bit about how you um, live in two different states at once. (laughs) (laughs) How I do it, I just do it. I just go back. Okay. And I go forth as needed. Okay. How how long is that commute or that drive? Well, the drive from California to Texas mm-hmm. is a little over 24 hours. Oh, wow. Um, one way. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's usually a flight away. It's about three okay. hours. Two hours? Yeah, about two oh. and a half to three hours. Oh, okay. One, That's not too bad. Way. Yeah. Not too bad. Thank you for um, entertaining me with that. And now we can transition into uh, the reason why you are here on Editor Knows Best. I would love for you to share it with myself and also our listeners a little bit more about your book, the title, um, and you know, what motivated you to write the book. Well, the book was actually motivated by a, by a very personal experience that I had um, in a marriage. I was, I was married for um, almost 20 years. And um, so the book is based on um, some of the experiences that I had during that marriage. Okay. Okay. And what were, um, I guess, what were some of the, what were some of the positive experiences that you had during the publishing? And what were some of the things that proved to be challenging for you during the, the, well, the writing, the writing phase of the book? Well, some of the challenges during the publishing uh, of the book, oh my goodness, where do I start? Um, <laughs> simply because I started from nothing, meaning that I wasn't even in the, about the business of publishing. I wasn't in the industry um, originally. I did, you know, almost 20 years in IT. So I have an IT background. So the transition from industry to industry uh, was a learning curve. Mm-hmm. And so it took quite a bit of time for me to educate myself. Uh, most of that was me uh, becoming a self-study and educating myself on the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, acquiring mentors, finding the right mentors, finding the right mentorship organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, uh, continuing edu- education courses, just doing everything I could to create um, a good foundation of the business uh, side of publishing first um, and of independent publishing. And then after that, um, you know, just making sure that the, the product itself was something that was acceptable. I'm somewhat of a perfectionist. So I wanted to make sure that what was produced, the book itself, uh, was something that was presentable according to my standards. And of right. course, that itself had its own learning curve. And so for sure. And how did you go about finding the mentors that you worked with? 
Well, uh, fortunately, I, I had a um, I have a lot of really good friends, uh, professional who are professionals, and some of them had uh, friends in the publishing industry, and so I was able to tap my network, my own personal network, as well as some of the professional organizations that I was a member of at my uh, corporate job. Um, so I used the resources, the networking resources at my corporate job, as well as my personal resources, um, and and somehow I ended up in the hands of some really good and knowledgeable mentors. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Um, and during the writing process, um, did you did you experience writer's block at all? No, I did not. Okay. I have been asked this question before, and it's really shocking when I say that. I, but to me, I don't understand why, because it's mm. like <laughs> I had never run out of stuff to say. Mm. I think um, it was, you know what, the poignancy of the experience itself is what drew me to write about it. And because it was so life-changing to me, um, it was it's so stuck in my brain. It was such a, an enlightening and enriching experience that I always have something incredible to write about that particular experience. Um, and so, yeah, so this particular book that I wrote is called Trust the Novel, but it's uh, I only released part one of a trilogy. So there are two additional parts to, to follow this book. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And who would you say that, who would you say is your target market for this book and why? Target market would be your young adults, young professional adults, uh, primarily because um, there is a time period in the book, uh, in, in the part one of the book that's released uh, that talks about the main characters, college years. And I think there's a lot of content in that section that's actually going to resonate really well with uh, young college students, young professional uh, age college students who are just out of college or about to graduate college, maybe their early 20s, early to mid 20s. And so I think the, the target audience is going to be that age group, particularly for that reason. Okay. And can you give us just a brief summary of the book? I'm sure some of our listeners might fall into your target market or just be interested in reading the book. So do you have like a just a brief uh, summary that you could offer us? Well, Kashari is the main character. The main character's name is Kashari, Koshari Alexander. Okay. Um, she's this young, vibrant, energetic, siren young girl mm -hmm. who thinks that uh, the world is at her beck and call. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> she pretty much grew up in a, um, um, a really, she had a really great childhood and uh, young adulthood mm -hmm. come from a nuclear family okay. where, um, her parents, as well as most of the people that she was surrounded by, were married. Um, she was used to always working hard to, to get what she wanted. She got what she wanted by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. um, and then she falls in love. You know, okay. this book reminds me a lot of a song by, oh uh, God, what is her name? Um, oh, she's a white, uh, Kelly, Kelly, uh, she's an American Idol. Clarkson. Uh, Kelly Clarkson. Mm -hmm. She did this, this song called Miss Independent. And every time I would write, in this book, I thought about that song yes. because it kind of captured mm -hmm. Kashari. She's mm -hmm. Miss Independent, you know, she mm -hmm. had all of this and then she fell in love. And so, but I think the, the storyline is different mm -hmm. in that 
when Kashari falls in love, it, it's not just, you know, on the surface of knowing that she was, you know, this person, this driven character who falls in love and life changes. Mm -hmm. She literally takes the, the reader and the target audience through this step-by-step -step process of what she felt. You know, it's sort of like the, the reader can't help but actually feel everything that she's feeling as she goes through it step-by-step. And that's something that I don't think I've seen as much before, uh, but she literally will have the reader crying. Mm -hmm. She'll have the reader angry. The reader will also get mad. The reader will also find themselves just spontaneously laughing. Um, at least that's some of the feedback that I've gotten. So mm -hmm. I think the step-by-step -step process of, of really allowing the reader to go on that roller coaster ride is really something that's special about the book. Awesome. And what genres does the book fall into? Let's see, uh, because part of the reason that, um, okay, so genres. So you've got romance, you've got erotica, definitely a lot of erotica. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got some Christian. There's a, an overwhelming Christian theme in the book as well. Mm -hmm. um, and psychological thriller. Okay, There's some wow. thriller. Uh, to it so it does not fit comfortably in one genre unfortunately right. or okay. fortunately it's, it's right. a pretty exciting ride that is awesome so I know that you you self-published the book um did you have thoughts of traditionally publishing the book and if so what was that experience like I did I tried to push the book uh to be published for at least 14 15 years uh, after writing it. Wow. Now, I originally finished the book in 2003. Uh, I thought I was finished with the book in 2003. So between 2003 and 2017, I actually tried to publish the book or, or tried to acquire an agent or push the book directly to publishers. I didn't have success in those areas at all. Um, and this, of course, is with me doing whatever I could to network, understanding the importance of networking coming from corporate America, understanding the importance of knowing the right person. Um, I always thought that I had special privileges because of that, but that didn't get me anywhere with this book. So for some reason, I was thinking, okay, well, I've done everything right, according to what I've been taught to try and get this book published by some mainstream publishing houses, uh, by some main agents. And, you know, I just couldn't find someone to pick up. Um, so after, at around two, 2017, I decided to publish the book myself uh, because simply because I completely believed in the story um, you know, being this perfectionist that I am, I refuse to, I never got any negative feedback about the book, meaning that, you know, oh, this book just isn't good enough or anything like that. I always believed in it. I always believed that the story was really strong and would resonate with lots of people out there. Um, so I just, in 2017, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to try to publish it myself. And so I began this, this whole uh, journey of educating myself and put it out published it under a moniker Mitchell Marston Media and here we are today. Congratulations. So do you feel that the the challenge of having it traditionally published was connected to it being a multi-genre? Well that's that's what I was told. Okay. Um, I was told that by at least three of the different people that I pushed it to. Now I, I pushed it to uh, tons of people. Mm -hmm. So I over the years I'd say I've tried to get this book published by at least 85 different wow. 
publishing house. Yeah, publishing houses and different. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm talking online publishing house. Everything. Yeah. I tried everything. Um, but out of that, at least three of them told me I can't categorize your book. I'm having a hard time understanding where to to place it. And you know, either this is how our agency works or our publishing house works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, you know, we have to have somewhere to fit you because uh, a lot of publishers have niches that they focus on. Right. So if we can categorize you, then we can publish you. If we can't categorize you, 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 you know, there are too many different genres, you know, high level categories, right. then it, it's hard for us to place you. And so we're going to have to, you know, pass and, and publish someone else. So that's, that's the story I got from more than one different entity. Okay. So what would you recommend to other authors who are having challenges getting their books traditionally published? Maybe, maybe similar to your challenge or even a different challenge. What would you recommend for them to overcome that or move through that? Well, I, I would firstly say, you know, believe in yourself, believe in your content, believe in your stories, uh, believe that this is what you're supposed to do. It has to be a really strong, something really forceful pushing you to do it. You know, like you, you just feel like this, this is something that I really have to do. It's, it's like a part of me, my existence, it, it, you know, it's going to fulfill me to get this out. So I need to do it. You have to be driven firstly. Um, and secondly, um, really work hard to, uh, you know, go the routes that I went because they could, they could spark off for you. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, uh, Find the networking organizations, Um, you know, you tap your personal network of friends that you may or may not know uh, have access to. You just never know how it's going to pop off, but be prepared to put in the work to make weekly lists of connects or connections that, you know, you you have personally to try to get your stuff out there. Um, Do your research online. Um, read your periodicals, magazines, and so forth to, to try to find some um, uh, avenue of which to push your book. And just don't stop. Don't stop at all until you've reached your goal. All right. I definitely agree with that. Um, doing your homework, doing your research. Um, I'm an editor, but I'm also an author. So I definitely recommend um, taking the initiative and um, joining different groups on Facebook and, you know, attending different conferences and workshops. Now they're virtual, but, you know, when they're in person, you can do that as well. So I definitely agree uh, with you, Tawana, on that. Um, so what do you consider your favorite and least favorite part of um, the process of publishing your book? Least favorite process? Oh, um. I can't say that the grind is the least favorite, Okay. you know, but it is, I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's hard work. <laughs> you gotta do it. So I can, mm-hmm. if I, if there is a least on the spectrum, if there is a least favorite, it would be that. Okay. Uh, but you know, anything worth having is worth working for. So if right. you're willing to put in that effort, do the research and figure out whatever it is that you need to do to bring this to pass, seek that, seek after it. It may take a while for you to find it, but you know, there's a lesson in the seek in, in you, seeking it mm-hmm. um you know just just don't stop keep working towards it so the grind is uh probably the least favorite the most favorite oh my god it's the gratification of mm-hmm. you know putting your work out there getting the feedback on it people actually receiving it you getting reviews whether they be good bad or indifferent you know just becoming um 
you know, putting yourself in the stream, in the flow, the stream of success, that is gratifying, you know, and whether you, you think you're going to be wildly successful or not, but for you to, to have placed yourself in that stream, in that flow, there's a gratification that comes with that, that I can't really describe. Yes, yes. I definitely, you know, of course, agree on that as well, being, you know, during my author experience, um, it is a lot of work, it does take a lot of time and you have to be diligent but the end result is worth it so I encourage all of our listeners continue on their journey of writing or um, journey to publishing so thank you Tawana for sharing that um, and I know that um, you've mentioned several times that you are a perfectionist so how do you combat that and what would you recommend to other authors or writers and our listeners who may also be perfectionists you know, who are writing or um, looking to get their book published. <laughs> Find another way to burn off the energy because really it's wasted energy to try and be such a perfectionist. Let me tell you, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just, I, I really do. I, I'm, I'm an energy buff. So I always try to find ways to fill my time mm-hmm. or whatever to keep myself busy. So what I'll do is to, to keep from having to um, stay on this perfectionist track, I just try to occupy my time and my thoughts with other things. So, you know, be that running, be that, you know, working out something different than what I'm doing currently at hand. So I just, I have to just stop myself. I have to focus on something else. Um, Otherwise I become, you know, I can get into something called analysis paralysis. Mm, yes. You know, because of the disease of perfectionism, the bad mm. side of perfectionism, I can get into analysis paralysis, and I don't, I don't want to do that. It's a waste of time. I've learned, um, and so I just cut it off by uh, interspersing a different activity in that moment, and it usually helps. It always, you know, I expel the energy. I come back to it. I see things a little bit differently, and I'm able to get something that's I can consider a finished product. Awesome. And for our listeners who may not know what analysis paralysis is, it's basically um, you think so much that you don't act. Right. So you spend so much time um, in the hypothetical, what if this or what if that, um, worrying, you know, just in your head instead of actually um, doing something. So that's what that is. Um, and I do know that you're also an entrepreneur. So I would love to know more about Mitchell Marston Media. Um, if you could tell us a little bit about what um, motivated you to start that company. Sure. Mitchell Marston Media was actually born um, about, uh, what was it, three years ago? Um, and so, let's see, 2018. So um, it was actually born as a product of me becoming an independent publisher. So I took all of that wisdom and knowledge that I had acquired about the industry. um, And I formulated this company, I formed an LLC. um, And I decided to, um, once I acquired all of this knowledge, I decided that I would package this platform and uh, use it to help others who may be interested in doing the same thing. Um, And then we also added, just last year, we added a talent management arm to the business. Um, And we also have, um, there's future plans for adding additional service offerings to the company. So um, being on the grind for that is separate and apart from writing, Mm -hmm. Um, obviously. Uh, Thankfully, I'm built for for both. Mm -hmm. Um, But it takes a lot of hard work, um, a lot of time, and really a lot of education. It's mainly about the education because you don't want to venture into any type of 
of entrepreneurial effort without equipping yourself and arming yourself about that industry or the business right. that you're going into. Um, there's just so much about it. And then there's so much about the the, the, econ- the economics behind it. So uh, I would tell everybody who is in college who may be listening, pay attention in econ. Pay attention in the econ. That's probably one of the most, if not the most important classes that they offer. I believe, uh, you know, I, I took it my freshman year. I'm not sure if everyone takes it in their freshman year before they get into the advancement of it if they choose to, but pay attention in econ because it will help you as an entrepreneur. It will help you immensely to understand those numbers and to understand market research and how important it is to, you know, that is itself and how that feeds into your finances um, and, and how that can feed into sales and revenue. So it's just, um, it's important that you understand the economics behind it. Go take a refresher course if you're interested in becoming an entrepreneur. Take a refresher econ course um, and certainly understand the business. Put the two together and you're situating yourself for success. For sure. I definitely agree. Um, economics is important and um, we definitely need to know that as entrepreneurs. So that is great advice. So um, for Mitchell Marston Media, do you provide publishing services to authors? We do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is there a specific genre that you are looking for for authors? No. Who, okay. No. And that's saying solely because of the type of, of writer that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not sure that I can be, you know, some of my books should be written, should be forced to be categorized. Mm-hmm. Uh, so simply because of my experience alone, uh, I am open to working with all different sorts of writers, whoever feel who who, who feel that they are drawn, whether they feel that they're drawn to a certain uh, genre or not. Um, I definitely don't limit the number or the types of categories that um, we help people to publish under. So no, not at all. Awesome. So if we have listeners who are looking for a publisher, how would they get in touch with you if they wanted to inquire about your services? Sure. They can reach us at MitchellMarston.com. That's M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-M-A-R-S-T-I-N.com. They can reach us at contact us at MitchellMarston.com via email. And then they can find me at TawanaMarsh.com, which also gives information about Mitchell Marston Media. Okay, thank you. We're going to circle back to um, the publishing process. And of course, this is called Editor Knows Best. So I have to ask you about your experience um, during the editing phase. So I would love for you to uh, give us an overview of what that was like for you, uh, maybe what you learned and also what you would recommend to other authors who are um, planning to work with an editor. I learned so much from working with my editor, being the perfectionist that I was, I thought I knew everything that there was to know about, you know, how to edit specifically my books. Mm -hmm. Um, And it turns out I did not know everything Uh, (laughs) once again, Uh, but I worked with an incredible editor named Latasha Brown. Uh, She was my first editor experience out of that. She's out of Dallas, Texas, particularly Cedar Hill, Texas. Uh, She was just incredible. She really gave me a dimensional perspective for uh, her editing approach to my book. Uh, She was able to not only edit grammar, but she decided, you know, her editing style was just, um, she would edit the storyline. She would make 
because of her experience, her prior experience mm -hmm. of editing in the past, different books, she just was able to offer things to me that I hadn't thought of uh, at all. Um, so I think, you know, she, to be honest with you, she was very instrumental in helping me to break the book up. Mm -hmm. And I had thought about that. Mm -hmm. You know, and afterwards I was like, oh, wow, it seems like everybody's breaking their books up, you know, mm -hmm. to, to the series, making right. the books into a series. But I just honestly had not thought about it. It, it opened the whole world to me, mm -hmm. uh, but it made every bit of sense for the storyline. And so her, her making that suggestion mm -hmm. was the reason I did it. Um, and so, you know, had I not been working with her as the editor, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have seen that option. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I just wouldn't have looked at it that way. So working with an editor is very, very, very good for your book. Um, not only will they edit, you know, grammatically, but uh, editors are able to uh, see your, your writing from a different perspective. Uh, sometimes, as you mentioned, you're, cl you're too close to the book. Yes. Um, so the editor is primarily an objective as opposed to a really close subjective opinion right. of your writing. And that's always very helpful. Right, for sure. And what would you recommend to um, authors or writers who are afraid to work with an editor? Oh, there's no fear. Firstly, honey, let me tell you, <laughs> if you're going to be a writer, if you're planning to write, and certainly if you're planning to publish independently, you can't have fear. That's something that has to be on the background. You know, you ventured out into the deep. You can't be in the deep and be scary. So, you know, it's just, that's just, the two don't go together. Mm -hmm. So firstly, let's, let's, let's get that straight. This has nothing to do with fear. So you can't even get this far if you're afraid, mm -hmm. but don't be afraid. There's no fear in any of it. There's, mm -hmm. there's, there's no fear in rejection. There's no fear in correction. There's no fear in success. You know, just, mm -hmm. this is nothing to do with that. So, um, I would ask that you, you take a look at that perspective and, and just don't look back. Don't be afraid mm -hmm. of any part of the process, let alone working with an editor. Um, actually that's just something that you should welcome, you know, similar to, uh, sitting in, in a class, in a college class, working with uh, a lecturer who causes you to think differently about, uh, you know, who causes your mind to open about certain religious beliefs or something. That's just very necessary for you to grow as a person. So, yeah, it, it, only goodness can come from it. For sure. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, and I'll just piggyback that um, to our listeners who may be afraid to work with an editor. Um, I'll say that the two things that I recommend is getting a sample edit before you, any work starts. Um, it saves time and it also saves money. Um, so if you get the sample back and it's not in line with what you want, you have the opportunity to walk away. The editor hasn't you know, spent a, you know, a lot of time and you haven't spent any money. Um, the other part of that is also the consultation. The most important part is the relationship building. So obviously you have to trust your editor. They're going to be looking at, sometimes the work is very personal. It might be an autobiography, poetry, uh, much like your, you know, much like a lot of authors, you might be sharing some personal things in your book. So make sure that you do the sample edit in the consultation. And that should, that should ease a lot of the fears that you have. Um, there is a resource available. Um, it's Editor Knows Best. That's also my ebook. You can go over and download that, polandllc.com slash shop. It's a free download. It just gives an overview of different types of editing, what to expect, things like that. So that might also, um, you know, decrease some of your fear as well. 
So thank you again for t telling us about your editing um, experience, Tawana. That's that's great to hear, and I'm glad that it worked to your benefit. Um, so kind of tied to that, how did you find the team that you worked with? So we know as someone that's self-published, no one gives you, you know, hey, go to this person or go to this person. So where did you look to find the editor, the illustrator, the formatter? Um, I know you have... I know you had a network, but for those who you weren't directly connected to, how did you go about finding those services or professionals? It was through that network. Okay. <laughs> it really was. It, was. it was through that network. Okay. It really was a matter of me putting feelers out there. I okay. did put a couple of feelers out in my social media network as well. Um, I was able to get, you know, um, five or six recommendations through my social media network. I okay. investigated two or three of them. Mm -hmm. uh, how did I find my my editor? Uh, Latasha was actually from a friend of a friend of a friend. Okay. Um, and I found her. We found each other, and it was just a really good situation. So okay. it was really my networks that that helped me to find you know the people that I wanted to work with. Awesome. And one of the other issues that um, I a lot of my clients um, bring up is the public relations piece or the marketing piece, public relations and marketing. So mm -hmm. public relations is being able to connect with media outlets. Typically the, the features are free. So it might be like a podcast or a blog feature or something like that. Um, and then the marketing piece is like paid ads and things like that. So mm -hmm. is that something um, you hired someone to do for you or did you do your own public, you know, public relations? No, I actually have a very, very good publicist. This is important and very key. I'm glad you mentioned it in that way. You framed you, you uh, phrased the question that way because I need to give a plug for my publicist. She's incredible. Her name is Sharon Baldwin out of Houston. Um, she is an incredible publicist. Um, the publicist has helped me. Uh, as an independent publisher for this particular book, the story, tremendously. Um, she's booked me for, like you say, for the different media spots um, that I have, a lot of different media spots that I've connected with, uh, mag magazine articles, and I mean, just what have you. She is incredible. So she was definitely someone who uh, was very instrumental and also in connecting me with uh, some additional people that I would use, like she connected me with my graphics designer. Um, she hooked me up with uh, my, the person who did my media kit. You know, there a, a good publicist can help you with that. Absolutely. And, right. And what would you recommend for um, you know current or aspiring authors who maybe don't have a budget to hire a publicist? What other options would they had have if they need to do it themselves? Well, today it's fairly simple to find lots and lots of seminars, uh, master classes uh, out there about PR um, uh, and social media placement. Um, I mean, it's it's just really it's a lot of stuff out there, you know. Mind you, now um, there that stuff is really great. A lot of it you have to pay for. Some of them will offer uh, free. Uh, introductory sessions mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. you to participate in. And if you decide to go beyond that, you'd have to pay an extra fee. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, th there's a lot to, that you can glean from those initial webinars mm -hmm. or uh, Zoom meetings and so forth. So I, I would suggest that you, if you just, your budget is very thin, that you would start that way. Um, 
again, that's just becoming a self-study, choosing to, be, to make a serious decision to move forward in that direction, and then going and arming yourself with the education needed to, to be successful. Um, and that's just, that takes research and that takes time. Uh, if you have it in your budget, you can pay someone and, you know, prevent all of that time that you're going to have to spend becoming educated. Otherwise, if you don't have it in the budget, then you just have to take the time. That's, right. that's, that's what you're paying. You're paying not in money, but you're paying in time. Right. Uh, so, you know, but you can't get around it. So it's either or you're going to pay somebody to do it or you're going to educate yourself on doing it. So for sure. Definitely. I agree. Um, thank you for giving that feedback and that information that the marketing is very important in the public relations. Um, but sometimes it can present um, an issue. But again, it just goes back to doing your research um, and seeing what's available, what works for you, and carving out the time if you need to do it yourself. So we talked, um, you know, about your book and your writing, but I would love to know who are some of the authors and writers that inspire you? Well, my number one favorite author is B.B. Moore Campbell, okay. or was B.B. Moore Campbell, may she rest in peace. Uh, just our writing styles, it seems like I, when I would read her books, I would just be in her head. Mm -hmm. And I found myself, you know, literally guessing her next line mm -hmm. after reading something and guessing the outcome. Like if she's writing what one character is saying, I would literally be saying what the, you know, just, just say it before I read it. And so mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. I was in her head. I just feel like our writing styles are very, very similar. I was am absolutely impressed by her. Um, Maya Angelou, of course. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, oh, God. Who else? Uh, Toni Morrison, Nora Ephron, uh, may she rest in peace, may Toni rest in peace, um, John Grisham, um, there are just so many. Yeah, that's awesome. It's always important to, you know, find, you know, either actual or virtual mentors um, who inspire you to do what you do. So um, thank you for sharing that. I'm sure our listeners will jot down some notes and, and check out some of those authors if they haven't already. Um, so what do you consider the most important trait to become or to be a successful author? Well, I think you have to be tenacious. You just have to, you have to be tenacious. You can't be the type to easily give up on something. Um, you know, if, if this is what you're, you've decided to do, you can't be a quitter. You just have to choose to do it and move forward with it and you know sort of have take the uh, adopt the notion that failure is not an option and you just you keep going until it you know it pops off so you just have to be tenacious but that's pretty much with anything you know you you just um you have to believe in it you have to believe in yourself but you know you have to have fortitude and you gotta be tenacious so you just just got to keep working until you make that a reality for, for sure. yourself. Oh, awesome. Thank you for sharing that with our listeners. And would you also say that's the most important trait to become a successful entrepreneur as well? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and also when you, you know, as far as being an entrepreneur is concerned, got to be somewhat of a shark. Mm. You know, you yeah. gotta, you have to, you know, mm. hey, you gotta stick your chest out a little bit and say, sure. okay, I'm ready to do business. So yeah. it's just uh, you gotta have some confidence. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. You know, um, you know, having my business, having a podcast, um, some of the projects I work on, um, a lot of that is fueled by confidence. 
um, there are so many people who do not, you know, pursue their dreams and their goals because um, they lack confidence, whether it's internal or external or both. Um, sometimes I encounter that in clients and it's not so much that they don't have the talent, but they don't believe that they can do it. So another part um, of what I do with my clients is offer those words of encouragement. Um, and that comes along with editing. I think it gets lost because usually when you you know think of an editor, it's somebody that's telling you, you didn't do something good enough and you need to change it. But a large part of being an editor is acknowledging um, the strengths and talents of that client. You did this well, this, is, this was, this was stated well, this is very clear, um, this is exciting, this was emotional, um, and acknowledging what they have done well. So um, that's, that's my piece there for, again, for those of you who might be afraid to work with an editor, just remember you're getting, um, you know, you're getting words of encouragement, you're getting coaching, and it's not all about focusing on what you haven't done well um, or what you're lacking. We're here to encourage you, and we want you to be published. So um, we do that as well. Um, so for those who are interested in purchasing your book, where would they go? Or if they wanted to uh, keep in touch with you, where, where can they go to, to stay in touch? Well, the book is titled Trust the Novel, and it's literally on sale everywhere all over the world. So you can buy it anywhere. Uh, trust the novel. Um, you can find me on social media handles as Arthur Tawana Marsh, all one word, Arthur Tawana Marsh, T-A-W-A-N-N-A-M-A-R-S-H, Arthur Tawana Marsh on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook, I believe. Um, so either trust the novel or Arthur Tawana Marsh, you'll find me everywhere. The book is on sale, it's on Amazon, it's on Barnes and Noble, it's everywhere. Awesome, thank you so much. I'm sure our listeners will be excited to connect with you and keep in touch. I will as well. I think I, I've already followed you, but if I haven't, I definitely will. Is there any last parting words that you would like to give to our listeners before we wrap up? Hang in there. You know, if you're writing and you're just at a point where you want to give up, you want to quit because, you know, uh, it's hard to make ends meet and you know you have this passion to write, but you have to go to work because you got to pay the bills, you know, just keep going. Don't quit on it. Even if you, you can only schedule about 30 minutes per day, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to writing whatever you want to write. And, and that's the only time that you have. Stick to that. Create a mm -hmm. schedule for it. Stick to it. Mm -hmm. Look back at the end of a month and you realize, you know, that you've accomplished quite a bit in your writing in the midst of your crazy, hectic schedule, yes. even though you're broke. So just, you know, be tenacious. Hang in there. Don't quit what you have a passion in your heart to do. And you just, you never know where that's going to lead you. You never know uh, the success that's on the other side of all of that hard work, but I guarantee you it will pay off. Thank you so much, Tawana, for your, for your wisdom and your feedback and sharing your experiences um, on your journey to publishing. Um, and thank you all for listening. Um, again, my name is Katyra Poland. I am the creator and hostess of Editor Knows Best. It airs every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. You can check it out on Google Podcasts, Apple Apple Podcasts or Anchor. Um, the main page is anchor.fm slash editor knows best. And there you'll be able to listen to past episodes. Uh, thanks again so much, Tawana. And I hope everyone um, stays safe and everyone is well. Thanks so much. Thank you.